Tyler McComas. For sure, more of what I wanted um, and what I what I am most comfortable with, what I what I enjoy the most. Um, I'm able to do things that I like more because uh, in Oklahoma you weren't able to go out and shop really. You weren't able to go out and yeah. um, you know go to the beach or, or or anything like that. It was just kind of planes, like actual planes, not yeah. the flying ones. <laughs> <laughs> like the the land uh, yeah. was was flat and um, it was it was nothing there, but you know. Sacrifice, sacrifice. You know, anything like that. Uh, the, li- the 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 lifestyle here, or yeah. when I was back home for for football, and I do it again a um, hundred times over. Um, if that was the case, but if I had to choose between a Lincoln Riley at U- at USC and a Lincoln Riley between at OU, um, I'd I'd choose um, like a sunburnt Lincoln, huh? I think you got to be happy for the kid, right? It is the most disrespectful thing. And I've heard a lot of disrespectful things said about Sooner Fashion Mall, but that is the most disrespectful right. thing I've ever heard right there. The, I got, the shopping wasn't very good. Wow. That's <laughs> someone that's never had a pocket full of Kohl's cash before, Teddy. Should have gotten the kid Kohl's cash as an NIL deal, and maybe he would have stuck around. No shopping here. Why? Hey, you're a football player. We're talking about shop man. I'll take things I never want my quarterback <laughs> to say, Alex. Uh, tells you everything you need to know, man. Uh, I bet that's how they recruited him. Shopping. Shopping. God. That's so rich. Oh, wow. I love that. Now, um... I, are all these quotes that that I keep seeing pop up from him? Are they taken from this interview that he did? Like, yeah, did this, podcast this podcast that he did that wasn't very good. But God, is golly, shopping! He's glad he can go shopping and do the things that he wants to do. Um, he was upset about having to wake up at 5 a.m. for workouts, right? Yeah, and it was just all planes here, Teddy. Just planes as far as the eye could see. Oh, gosh. Planes like natural planes, not like in the air. Yeah, thanks, bro. I appreciate that. (laughs) I can tell that you are a bro. (laughs) Thanks for adding that. Wow. That's amazing. QB1, baby. Well, um, I guess it it is interesting to, uh, to point out that, you know, the distractions of, of, Places like USC that we talk about are—they've already taken hold. It's great shopping. Beach. Yeah, but when we talk about that, we say, "Well, Austin, they got Sixth Street. There's bars everywhere. You can really get into trouble in a place like Austin or Miami." We never talked about the shopping that uh, that LA provides. I've got to tell you, to other places. Now, oh. this is. Some people care very much about how they dress and how they look. I am so thankful that I've never cared about that at all. And you you don't. Zero. You wear the Taco Bell t-shirt in here once a week. Right. Well, I don't have – I've got enough things going on 
I don't need to add caring what I look like to the list. You are also off the market, though. We do have to consider this. You've been out of the game for quite some time, so it's kind of a, what is she going to do, leave me? I got wear this Taco Bell shirt out? Well, uh, you know, I would say you've got a good point, but it's actually the opposite. As bad as it, as it is to say, I dress better now than I ever have, okay? So, that's just, it's, I and I've, listen, some people are into that. I just, I've never, I've never understood it at all. It's weird. Shopping, that's the strangest thing to ever say. Text line says, glad BV didn't sell Williams on the outlet mall in Yukon. <laughs> There's a yeah. There's a polo and a Nike and uh, everything you can dream of outlet out there in Yukon, on the yeah. side of the highway. Should have taken them to the outlet stores. At least we know oh, Carl's Jr. can tell the difference between airplanes and prairie planes. Smart. No one else said this. Um, I don't think that you got to live this. So there used to be man. This was one of the nicer outlet malls back in the day. This is like when you were back in college. So um, Gainesville. Texas, just across the border. Yeah, I, you know, I see the – they're all empty now. Yeah, it's like a haunted house over there now. Right. I don't even know what's going on there. Probably some weird things. But that used to be, I mean, at least to Oklahomans, a, kind of a must-stop when you were taking the trip down to Dallas. So, good thing that that was – he may have uh, had the bus stopped on the way down to OU Texas last year to pick up a few things. I don't understand the outlet store theory is it supposed to be cheaper there hey here's our crappier stuff we'll sell it for a cheaper price have at it yeah so it's like i'm with you man it's like all of the stuff that's already been taken off the shelves and didn't sell i I, guess yeah i I feel like that's kind of the yeah the the stuff that is quote unquote out of season or you you know i yeah it's not marked up 200 percent. it's just marked up 100 percent. yeah i think so (laughs) good old good times in the grapevine mall back in the day but yep. anyway, yeah, you're right. I mean, things you don't want your quarterback to say, that, shopping. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing the USC fans, they think that that's so cool and relatable. Oh, it's oh, so refreshing to hear such a relatable quote from a college football player. Oh, Amazing. It's just fascinating. Now, um, I heard you on Locked In with Parker Thune is this the new tradition of the first segment of our show? You just listen in and be like, God, I'm going to hammer him for something right well, when they come on air. I, right out of the gate, you you brought up some drama yeah, happening out there. I and I thought it was interesting. Yeah, you did. I did. You didn't create this, which is a difference than what usually happens. But I thought that was pretty fascinating. Because we said yesterday, would there be any, like, quotable stuff coming out of this? Is ah, yeah, no, not really. And I guess it kind of ended up that way. I don't even know that it was. I think he was just being honest. I don't think right. he was trying to make, you know, throw a shot. He was just being honest. And honestly, I mean, he, I, I think that he's probably right. Um, what Britt Vittable said last night said, quote, I saw too much casualness, if you will. Too much uh, on nonchalantness when I came in December to watch the team prepare for the bowl game. So basically he showed up and he was like, whoa, it is way too lax in this facility. And uh, I'll I'll pull it up again, what Jamar Cain said. Um, Hold on. Give me like two seconds and I'll pull it up here. 
Now I'm casual. Yeah. Oh, now I'm casual. Hmm. Well. Uh oh. I like Jamar Kane a lot. Um, I think he was really good. And I think he's at a really good place now, and I think he's going to do. But. What the hell is he doing listening to a Sooner Caravan in Amarillo, Texas? Well, he, I don't think he was – well, maybe he was listening to it. Maybe he was there. He just probably – what's interesting is that that wasn't – there was one other media member besides myself, of course, that was there. So it's not like there were publications all over the place printing that. Like, he, he, like he had to go look for that. Uh, That's you know, what I'm it, saying. It's interesting that he saw that. That's what, that's what I – of the whole thing, that's what I thought was the most interesting. And hey, man, I I get it. If you were if you were there previously, you believe in your work, and you take any criticism as um, a direct shot at you. But you know, here's the thing: it, you got to be able to you got to be able to look at what you do, what you've done, and be able to accept some level of criticism, especially whenever you're in a position of criticizing players nonstop, right? About how they go about their business and how they handle themselves and, you know, how, how they practice and all of that. And if someone makes a comment of it's too casual, well, that shouldn't trigger you that much. I've been saying it's too casual up there for five years, right? So usually if it if it pushes a button, maybe there's a little bit of truth there. Oh, there was some truth there. Oh, I know. There's a lot of truth there. I know. I it, know. It's interesting that he found that or sought that out or, or, or whatever and made a comment. Not that he found it, but to make a comment about it, you know? Who's the mole? There's got to be a mole up there the passing deal. on info. All of us like read that quote, and Jamar Cain was like he didn't even come to mind. He was probably like one of the last people that we thought about. You, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Yeah. Like no one would have put that connection together until he actually tweeted that out. So that was that was interesting. And I don't think he's. I, I don't think it's a, a, an, a. If anything, it's it's speaking to Lincoln Riley. I don't think Venables is talking about. He's talking about the general feeling of things, like what what's the locker room look like after practice? How do guys dress whenever they're in meetings or on the field? Or you know, it, it, I think it's all of that type of stuff more than it is anything on the field. Well, what'd you tell me? I I can't remember if this is on the air or off the air, but BV and staff showed up for that bowl game. And they didn't know it at the time, the players, but they were all taking notes on yeah. what needs to be fixed. Yeah, and Sounds like they wrote down just about everything. I think to the casual observer, they were just kind of there hanging around, right? You know, like making an appearance down at the Alamo Bowl. But there was actually a lot of um, – a lot of <laughs> surveillance, I guess you could call it, going on, like – or, or what time? What time are meetings? And when are guys showing up? And what are they wearing? And how are they eating? And you know, what do these meeting rooms look like whenever it's done? How do we travel on the bus? Uh, how do we treat this locker room for this visiting? Um, you know where we're practicing. Are we are we treating it with respect since it's a, we're a visitor 
to that university, just a bunch of different stuff like that along the way. So, yeah, and I, I, I totally agree, and it's kind of the same thing I've talked about for a long time. It's about details. When you're talking about 100 guys, 18 to 22, there's got to be a high amount of discipline, details, structure, expectations, accountability, holding everyone to that, uh, you know, across the board, not just some guys get held to it, other guys get a pass. So, no, I, I that quote lines up with everything that I've, yeah. I've seen from Vittables in the past with my dealings with him and what I've seen so far since he's been the head coach. Text line, show us your, ring, uh, show us your rings, Coach Kane. BV has plenty, all right? Uh, no beaches. Caleb Williams didn't go to East of Norman. That's a good point. Uh, we've got miles of beach line right over there at Thunderbird. Some good beach, too. Tyler, the red roof strip malls in Blackwell that are ghost towns now are the same way. Used to stop there every time we came down to visit family, and now there's just a church there. That's from Peyton. Blackwell had outlet I, I malls? I had no idea that that was, that was the case. Uh, Caleb can carry his team to a losing season in his Louis Vuitton duffel bag. <laughs> I really like that one. That was Nicely very well done. done. Um, this is a lesson that we shouldn't ever sign another football player who paints his fingernails. Uh, well, some people could say they saw the writing on the wall. Okay? I wore a Mr. Bubble shirt all the time. My woman left me. <laughs> there weren't enough places for fingernail polish shopping. Uh, at least we know Carl's Jr. can tell the difference between airpl- airplanes and periplanes. That's pretty funny. I like that he had to clarify, and everyone's like, yeah, 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 we get it. We know He'd rather saying. be on Rodeo Street than a real Rodeo. Hashtag not my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> the shopping this coming from a so-called dude that painted his fingernails so mule shoe-like. It's so weird. What do you say if one of your friends calls you and says, hey, man, let's go shopping? <laughs> you you not be friends with them anymore? You block their number? That's what you do. There is just about every single store in OKC that there is in LA. And you can get from Norman to OKC faster than you can get from USC to anywhere in LA. But go off, King. Right. I, I want to hear that one more time. For sure, more of what I wanted um and what I what I am most comfortable with, what I what I enjoy the most. Um I'm able to do things that I like more. Because in Oklahoma, you weren't able to go out and shop, really. You weren't able to go out and... Okay, all right. <laughs> weren't really to go out and shop, really. Very disrespectful <laughs> to Sooner Fashion Mall. I, on behalf of the Carl's Jr. family, I would like to apologize to everyone at that facility. I once bought a necklace there where uh, your name was printed on a grain of rice. <laughs> you can find good stuff at the Sooner Fashion Mall. Uh, Someone just... needs to get an Annie Inn's pretzel and shut up. I'm I just I'm I'm thinking of the conversation he had with his teammates. Hey, what do you guys want to go do? Uh let's let's see if we can find a place to go shopping. I just don't I I don't relate to that at all. Well, I don't think anyone really does. I mean, in this area of the country. Here's the thing too. It's like that wasn't an accidental slip. It's the first thing that he mentioned <laughs> in the difference in LA and Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing, shopping. <laughs> God, are we okay? I, are we old? Like, is that what goes on in nineteen, twenty, twenty-one year old kids' heads now? Or like, 
I thought everyone just shopped on Amazon. That's now. what I was about to say. No, everyone actually went out shopping these days. Here's here's what he's really saying. Now that I've signed a big NIL deal and I've got some cash, I want the ability to be able to go out and have people see me spending it. That's what it is. I hope so. Right? I think you're giving him too much credit, but I, for his sake, I hope that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I can show you a couple places to go. The type of shopping I do is just a little different. Guns and ammo yeah. and knives. I'm surprised you're not wanting to tag along with me tomorrow to the Duncan uh, oh. caravan so you can go to Murph's Guns out there. Yeah. Maybe I've been banned from that place or something. <laughs> <You> probably have. <laughs> I'm going to see a sign out the side the door of your face on it. Hang on. Turn that hat around. I know who you are. Yeah, that's you, Rocky, ain't it? <laughs> that I, I, that is just bewildering to me. But hey, everyone has their their thing that they like, and I'll say this: if he likes shopping, I guess he's in the right place. You, there's nowhere else I can think of where you can go overspend. Oh God, on on more worthless crap than in L.A. Thank God he didn't say that when he was here, by the way. Yeah. Say the shopping was bad or the sh- whatever, something about shopping. You talk <laughs> about unrelatable to this fan base. Bring up that word. Oh, man. Wow. Well, hey, I, I, I think that they've got the quarterback uh, they need out there. They deserve. Sounds like he's got uh, everything lined up for a good season. I uh, Sounds like they don't have to wake up for early workouts anymore. Nice, um, they can go to the beach and they can shop. Should be should be pretty good. Feels like an um, an episode of The Hills. Hearing him talk, <laughs> you know, they don't have to wake up early or Laguna Beach. Remember that MTV show from back in the oh, day? Yeah. Uh, what Jay Cutler's wife was on there, yeah. right? That's what yeah. it, that's what it feels like. Like, oh God, thank. We can go shopping and we don't have to wake up early. We can go to the beach whenever we want. It honestly feels like a MTV reality show, the way that he talks about the USC football program. I wouldn't be surprised if there's not a reality show that's being shot right now and probably starts to air right around the time the season starts, just to continue to drum up more um, eyeballs, more... um, ratings for the West Coast getting back involved well, with college football. I'm just football. glad the cameramen aren't going to have to wake up early in the morning. They won't have to show up till 2 p.m. That's when activities start at USC. Well, hey, you know, ESPN's been waiting to re-engage the, the West Coast, that whole demographic out there, millions and millions of people, re-engage them with college football, and that quarterback and that shopping line that he delivered, may he may be the savior. You know, Sunday, That's the guy they can all get behind. You know Sunday Night Football when the players, the starters, introduce themselves and name their school? Do you think Caleb Williams will uh, introduce which, uh, which, which shop that he likes the most, where he likes to go shopping the most in L.A.? Caleb Williams, Mizzen in Maine. <laughs> Tyler McComas, Blackwell Outlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm messing around with the Blackwell Outlet Mall. All right, quick timeout. Lots of Velcro shoes out there. Keep the text line going, 651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions. We'll be back.
Citra Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers are bringing you our number one of the rush. We are inside the Brown O'Haver studio, and oh, buddy, almost got trapped in a haboob last night. Really? Traveling back from Amarillo. Yeah, I guess a, a haboob hit the Amarillo area around 630, which is around the time that I left town. Ooh. So luckily I wasn't trapped in a giant haboob and stuck in uh, the panhandle of Texas last night. Ever been trapped in a giant haboob before? I never even seen a, a giant haboob before. It would have been my first one. Well. First timer here. I've, I've seen a couple of haboobs before. Really? It was yeah. back in college? <laughs> Uh, definitely back in my playing days. <laughs> definitely back in my playing days. Um, you can get into trouble quickly. But yeah, no I'm doubt. glad you got out of there. It sounds like um, the crew had to had to bus bus home instead of uh, the private jet. So, huh? Tough break for those Tough guys. Break. I, I hope that they made it back. How okay. long did it take you? It took me, let's see, I left at 6.30 and I made it back at 10.15, so do the math on that one. Really? Almost yeah. four hours? Yeah, yeah, pretty close to four Dang. hours. It's no joke, man. And let me tell you, the drive out there was fine. It was fantastic. But morale was getting pretty low on the drive <laughs> back last night, somewhere around Shamrock, Texas. Morale was really starting to sink. So I, the only remedy that I could think of was, well, I, we've been joking about it on the show. I've got to play some old Adam Sandler songs, <laughs> and uh, I did. Nice. Yeah. Um, I bet it takes long, though. Does that four-banger you drive, can it get over 65 miles an hour? It can, but if the, if the <laughs> West Texas wind is blowing like it did, it about blew me off the road. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. It was it was tough last night, but Adam Sandler, it uh, it kept me going. I made some jelly sandwiches and sliced <laughs> some cantaloupe. It just, it's so good, man. God, I was like crying. It was so funny. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, That's <laughs> what you look beautiful, honey. He's crazy. <laughs> you got me with the cantaloupe. That's great. Um, did you hear that OU is a uh, underdog to the University of, of Texas in in football? Uh, did you see that? Now I saw the the Big Twelve odds to win the Big Twelve had the University of Oklahoma as a pretty decent favorite. You're telling me that the point spread for the OU Texas game played annually in the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, that one. Has Oklahoma as an underdog we are, to Texas? Yeah, good, good thing we're talking about the same game here. Yeah, FanDuel has some early lines released. OU plus one getting some points uh, in a neutral site in Dallas. Hey, there are investment opportunities available. I know that some people are using this time to uh, make some nice investments in the stock game, which, more power to you, I think that you can make a, a lot easier cash right now with some of these early betting lines and you know some of these crap takes that these casinos have on college football i was about to say no wonder their stock has totally tanked but i think that <laughs> yeah. was DraftKings. Uh, yeah that was DraftKings. actually yeah. it was like getting to the point someone was saying it's getting to the point now where someone's gonna have to buy it it's so low yeah uh that's what i was about to say but uh texas plus one huh that's fascinating. Now, we all project that to be a close game, but right. to say now, after a 5-7 and seven season by Texas, that they're actually the favorite heading into that game is, 
is a clown take, and I didn't think that casinos were in the business of clown takes, but, well, here we are. Well, they're not in the... They're not in the business of clown takes. They're in the business of getting money from clowns. And I think maybe one way to do it is to have Texas thinking that they're a favorite and start dropping bombs on them to win the game. I don't know. Uh, they're trying to get action. What what bet is going to get? Actually, that is a very good point um, because we talk about betting lines all the time. It's not exactly what they think it's going to happen, but where they can generate the most revenue I may have changed my mind. This is brilliant. To go right to the heart of these Texas oil guys with all this money. I'll drop 50 k on the horns, you know, and then uh, be on the wrong side of it. I think that's exactly what's going on here. I think, I think by the time the game kicks off, my guess is the University of Oklahoma will be a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I'll go a little bit north of that. I'll say North? Yeah, two and a half. Yes, I'll go north of that. Because Texas is going to get curb stomped by Alabama. That's not going to be a great look. Bama's going to put up a 50-burger on them. And that OU doesn't... will be undefeated going into the game. Hell, Texas might have a loss to Texas Tech by that point in the season. Immaterial. It is material. What was the spread last year? I don't know, and you don't know either. So why are you even asking? It wasn't two and a half, I bet. It was two. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Making that up. Was it? Was it two? It's always pretty tight. It's always inside of five. Well, not always. I guess I'm just talking about my you know what <laughs> yeah, right now. But it's typically a fairly close line, and I think it will be again next year. I think it'll be OU minus six heading into that game. I'm calling it right now. It's hard to say, honestly, you know, if we go out and just stomp Nebraska, which I think there's a I, – I wouldn't pick OU to lose that game right now. I think they – I think there's a decent chance they can go win it pretty handily. And if they do that, you know, and then and – then, which, by the way, when we've talked about this, Early schedule for the Big 12 is not really how you would draw it up if you wanted to uh, put the schedule together perfectly for yourself. Kansas State, playing them early, right after the Nebraska game, I don't know. That's It's a dangerous game. It's kind of a dangerous game there. And when they've had success against you, I feel like it's been early in the season. Yeah, you know, yeah. compared to compared to late, and then at TCU, maybe I'm overlooking TCU a bit, but I'm not. That game doesn't scare me a whole heck of a lot for whatever reason. So, I mean, I think there's a a really legitimate chance that Oklahoma is five and zero headed into OU Texas, played annually at the Cotton Bowl, uh, where they've won five decided games, like fairly handily and haven't even been tested. I that's I think that's a strong possibility. Kansas State, Nebraska, those those two definitely have my attention, but I I still think that there's a chance as potent and as quickly as Lebby's offense can pour it on you that and once you get ahead you can kind of settle in defensively and and not feel like you're you're in a seesaw battle. I feel like there's a chance you're rolling into OU Texas feeling pretty good about yourself. For whatever reason, it doesn't feel like it. Probably because OU is a you know nice little favorite every single year, and you got to sweat it out to the last play. 
But OU is on a early 2000s type of run against Texas. Now, there hasn't been the blownouts, or blow, blowouts mixed in there like there was. OU's won six out of the last seven. That's pretty no. dominating. It doesn't feel like it, though, does it? When no, you, a lot of those wins have actually been characterized as a loss. Right. Well, the last two, it's like, whoo, man, yeah. man, that's lucky to get out of there alive. Right. Yeah. And what's, what's wild is, you know, the one loss in there – and the win last year, Texas had us down big, and we were able to uh, to bounce back. So, I mean, we've we've been able to finish in that game. We have the mental edge. If you look at Texas's early slate compared to OU's, it ain't close. I'd man. say it's way more difficult. Oh, no, it's not. I mean, just the Alabama game swings things massively in yeah, their but favor. Even uh, Louisiana Monroe and UTSA, I think, are are more difficult games than Kent State and UTEP. So their first three – their three non-conference games are more difficult. And then Tech and West Virginia, before they play OU, and we've got, what, Kansas State and TCU. Um, I'd say ours is probably more difficult, but I think Tech has maybe the potential to be a dangerous team. When's the last OU-Texas game that you could kind of – you know, sit back in the fourth quarter and just enjoy things. Twenty thirteen, sweating it. Um, OU lost in twenty thirteen. Yeah, they Is lost it, in twenty thirteen. Am I thinking twelve? What was the year they blew? Twenty twelve was a, yeah. It's been ten years 2012, since you've been able to kind of like sit back in the in the fourth and enjoy it. God, I can't believe that was a decade ago. I know you're getting old, dude. When you you're like, getting old. Didn't you turn like forty this year? <laughs> yeah. Man, yikes. I did turn 40. No wonder you're taking Fridays off. You're going to need it. I feel younger, fresher, more rested. Not a soy boy? Stronger, smarter. Are you taking those supplements that they air on 94.7 that we can't ever hear the ads for? What are those called? Don't be a soy boy? (laughs) Is that what you're taking? I'm not taking anything. I'm high on life, I guess. Flick stick! You're taking that stuff that uh, our, our buddy Alex Jones always used to tout. Beet juice you? or yeah, something? Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that that's what it what was? You're <laughs> Take this beet juice. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else he would say about it. I, God, who knows, man? <laughs> he said there were alien vampires doing all. Yeah. I've got the documents right here. Just points to everything government, Obama. <laughs> I'm kind of freaked out that that Alex Jones voice is as good as it is. I haven't practiced it in no a while. I've been practicing that. And I'm not, you've got to be kind of flimmy to get that in the back of the Has throat. Has someone ever seen Alex Jones and Teddy Lehman <laughs> in the same room? I mean, I'm picturing Teddy with the toupee on, and it does look a lot like Alex Jones now that I think about it. I need that tinfoil hat like he was wearing in that one picture that a lot of people have out there all the time. Pretty good stuff. All right, quick timeout. Keep the text line rolling. We'll get to some next. In studio today, 651-3439. It is the Rush live on the ref. We're the Homeless Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lemon. Keep the text coming on the Air Coverage Solutions text line. 405-651-3439. Ton of text to get to. Uh, let's hit this one in the 918. Saw a tweet from Teddy recently. Who is the newest legendary journalist <laughs> to make the do not read list? Someone in Cleveland, right? Yeah. 
I, oh, God. I I took the bait. It was a parody account. Oh, was it really? I I took a screenshot of it, and everything was going to. The problem is. You can't tell anymore what's a <laughs> – because of some of the, the bad takes out there. And uh, I I had a feeling that maybe it was, but I was like, whatever, who cares, and sent it out. And then Jake Trotter DM'd me within like 10 seconds and said, FYI, that's a, that's a uh, troll account. And I was like, yeah, I appreciate it. And then everyone started telling me to, to delete it, and – you can't delete it. I think that's a chicken. You know what? Bro. Right. You got to own it. You got you got fooled. Whatever. Own it. <laughs> Take the L, blank. Right. <laughs> that's what you got to do. That was uh, what Sam Ellinger said to <laughs> Kyler Murray, but Teddy did not say the most important word of that. <laughs> you got to take the L and let it hang up there and just wallow in your misery. Okay. Uh, also some SEC scuttlebutt, Tyler, reading that 2023 is the season for football, so 2024 for softball. I have not heard that, Peyton. I haven't either. What I've heard more recently is Texas pumping the brakes on leaving early, Oklahoma pumping the brakes on leaving early. Now, uh, this could be the old head fake, right? Just really playing down anything happening quickly. And behind the scenes, Josie is, you know, the duck on the pond. Everything looks calm on the surface, but things are churning below and they hit us with something out of the blue and like, wham, we're putting together the, the SEC schedule for next year. So yeah, I, it, I guess, well, I was going to say it wouldn't shock me. It would shock me because everything that I've heard leads me to believe that we're going to be in this thing for a while. Like we're going to be in it and we're going to play at least one season with the extra four teams and, you know, I, the the NCAA is about to vote on their next meeting, getting rid of divisions where you don't have to have divisions to have a – because right now you, you either have to have divisions or you have to play everyone in your conference for a championship game. They're going to eliminate that rule. Yep. So that leads you to believe that, that that plays right into the Big 12 and the four teams coming in. Uh, I, I just everything that I've heard, I feel like we're going to be in this thing for two more years, but could be wrong. Things change quickly, and you know, there's people who know nothing, there's people who know a lot, and then there's the people that know stuff that no one else knows. And I am not in that group. Just remember, he said this text line. Um, if it happens this summer, just be ready to hammer him. All right. The news will be exciting, but let's just let's get ready to enjoy a day well, when we go after Teddy. Just hey, I'll I'll accept ready. that. I'm I'm just because I was gun ho whenever everything first dropped, and you know some of the the folks that I was talking to were like, "Hey, we are we're moving in order to try and position ourselves to get there as quickly as possible." Come right? on, yeah, come on, guys. This is a mindset for dominance we're talking about here. Who can forget the immortal and inspiring, when the going gets tough, the tough go shopping? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's there's been some great quotes uh, in OU football past made by players, and um, I get to do more of what I like 
All right, go shopping is not going to be one of those that's, you know, I could see Muleshoe giving that as like an inspiration. Like, what do you guys, you guys just want to pack it up? We're down 42-7 in a semifinal game. You guys just want to pack it up and go shopping? Or do you want to actually go out there and try in the second half and make something of ourselves? Go on, guys. Let's go win this thing, and then we'll go up to Rodeo Drive afterwards and go shopping. Oh, my gosh. Everyone jumps up and cheers. I'm, I'm buying man purses for everyone in here if we win. The uh, Sunday night thing, football that I was telling you about, this Caleb Williams, Sally's Beauty Supplies. <laughs> Ted Lehman loves travel stops. Tyler McComas, Academy Sports and Outdoors. Ted Lehman, Bass Pro. Ted Lehman, uh, Atwoods. Caleb uh, Williams, Lululemon. Uh, I may be a, be I may be a Lululemon. Yeah, you are. I may be a tractor supply, too, though. I frequent uh, tractor supply. Um, I think that's all for show. I don't think you really ever buy anything in there. You just go in there to tell me on Monday that you went in there uh, this past weekend. Sometimes I go in there and buy a bunch of things for like a DIY project, uh, mess around with it for a couple hours, and then go hire someone. That's that's great. (laughs) (laughs) I actually fully support that. Hey, I'll just go in there for the popcorn. The popcorn's good. Or is that Atwoods? Does Atwoods have the popcorn? Uh, I think it's Atwoods that has the popcorn. Do they have popcorn? Allegedly. I know they've got, they've got all kinds of like candy and beef jerky and all of that crap in there that is not cheap. You would think that you know you get like a mason jar full of gummy worms at Atwoods, it'd be cheaper, but it is like three times as expensive. We do our shopping at Lowe's here. Okay, things are going well. Teddy, okay, so Mister Whole Foods. Yeah, I mean, you know we we get a Lowe's. I mean, come on. Don't tell me about Tractor Supplier Atwoods, okay? Uh, you you, ro- you want to see a guy really show off his money? It's a guy with a pickup truck bed full of two-by-fours this day and age. Okay, there's That's the richest man in town. <laughs> no doubt. Ted Lehman mowers are us. Yeah, there we go. How was the shopping in Starkville, planning SEC trips? That You know what? Carl's Jr. probably, if he has his pick of big-time big bowl games – He'll opt out of the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. Not good enough shopping there. He probably wants to go to the Orange Bowl. Do you think Miami shopping is good enough for him? Is that as overpriced as it is in L.A.? I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I picture Starkville having drive through liquor stores or something, and that's kind of like what the... There's definitely at least three Ross Dress for Lesses in Starkville, Mississippi. We can agree on that, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Ross. I'm just saying there's at least three this there. Remind, uh, now, I do have to mention this is, this is one good thing about Texas, and maybe they have this in Oklahoma now, but I remember going to South Padre Island for spring break. And there was this place, it was like a barn, where you just drove through, told them what like beer you wanted, and they'd put it in the back of the truck for you. Like You could get a keg, you could get whatever, and they would just load up the back of your truck and, and off you go. It, that was pretty cool. That now, was like the highlight of our trip. This is coming from the guy who can't remember anything from two days ago, but by God, from 22 years ago, he remembers the barn where they loaded up the beer in the back of the truck. Yeah. That's called priorities. It was great. Refrigerated barn uh, where they load up your keg right in the back of the truck. Just beauty. Beauty to behold. All right, quick timeout. We'll wrap up our number one next. Stay tuned.
Citra Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number one of the rush. It is unanimous for back-to-back years or for the second consecutive year, Jocelyn Allo, Big 12 Player of the Year. The uh, least surprising thing you'll hear today, but Jossie wins it again. She's the first player in the Big 12 to win back-to-back Big 12 Player of the Year award since Amber Flores in 2009-2010, former Sooner. You didn't give me a chance to answer that. I was going to say it. Yeah, I I could tell you were about to say it. Amber Flores! Hey, someone came up to me last night after the show at the Amarillo Caravan and said, Hey, is that offer still on the table? If I ask one of the coaches if they like waffles or pancakes better, do I still get the ref prize back? I said, Yes, yes, sir, you do. I said, All right, I'll send a video when I do it. And I never got a video, so the offer is still on the table. The Duncan Caravan's tomorrow night. If anyone would like a ref prize pack, yes. But Ask one of the coaches, waffle or pancake. Please do not reference us whenever you do that, please. You can maybe reference Tyler, but... Yeah, yeah reference me, that's fine. I do and, not want to be connected you, with that question. If you don't question. understand the reference, here's what happened. Uh, we have Bob Stoops on every Tuesday at 320. When that first started, I thought, okay, I'll give the text line a chance to ask Bob a question every single week. But... <laughs> So I picked out waffle or pancake for some reason, and it was a disaster asking Bob that question. So we uh, we don't do that anymore. That's where that comes from. <laughs> it was it was bad. Should've oh, known. I don't know. I don't know. I guess well, pancakes, waffle. What, I don't even remember what he said. I, I don't want to. I don't want to remember what he said. It's pretty embarrassing. Let's relive that experience, please. Do you have it recorded somewhere? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll pull it up at some point. God, it's embarrassing. Quick break. Hour number two of the rush coming up next. Stay with us.